Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, friends and neighbors, welcome to Monster Movie Fun Time Go. I am one of your hosts, Precious D. And I am one of your hosts, Honey Bee. Honey Bee, today's movie is Gamera versus Jiger. Gamera! I've got the moves like Jiger. I've got the moves like Jiger. (laughs) It's Gamera versus Jiger. Oh my gosh. Oh, I love it. I love it so much. Sitting on that all week. Oh, I bet you have. It is from 1970. 1970. We're in the 70s, bitches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was released on American television under the title Gamera vs. Monster X. Oh. Directed by Noriaki Yuasa. Same guy's directed most of these movies. Starring, it's in color, it's 83 minutes. The featured monsters are Gamera and Jiger. What is the death count in this movie? One? None? It might be none. <laughs> it might be. Death count might be zero. No, wait, because... it, it, it is, it's one. Because the baby. The baby Jiger. That's right. That's right. The the larval Jiger, <laughs> they do destroy it, don't they? Mm-hmm. Because Jiger himself just gets carried away. Yeah. <laughs> it stars Sumoto Takuwa. Well, no, I think he, he, he kills him too, doesn't he? Because he puts the statue no. through his brain. <sighs> He stabs they him with say the statue. They say something at one point about, oh, he's carrying him away. As if he's just going to go put him somewhere. <laughs> as if he's just going to go put him somewhere. This, I'm just jumping ahead. The summary does seem to think that embedding the whistle in his skull. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he likes, he bleeds, like stabs him, her? he bleeds, and then his eyes. Yeah, because she has a baby. No, she, she injects a baby into somebody else. Yeah. Uh, oh, but, I see. Uh, we'll, get to the, we'll get to that. <laughs> Judas Priest. Uh, <laughs> all right. Tsutomo Takua as Hiroshi Kitayama. That's, uh, we have sort of a couple of Panchitos. In a this little movie, Itos. But they're a little, but they're yeah. a little bit older. Uh, that's my first note are. yeah totally that was my first note was like Panchito seems to be a little bit older in this film yeah and yet it's not the same Panchitos from a couple movies ago because that would I was like wait why are they so old are they the same kid nope not the same kids uh, Kelly Burris as Tommy Williams so once again we have a, in order to appeal to an international audience we have a Japanese boy and with a white best friend uh, and this Catherine, time we get the whole uh, fam family because he has like a little sibling and his mom and dad that's are there. True. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Catherine Murphy is Susan Williams. That's the little sister. Con Homura as Ray 
Rosaku Katayama. Is that the father? Junko Yashiro sure. as Miko Katayama. What is she, an older sister? Mm-hmm. And uh, Sanshiro Hono as Kasuki Sawada. Franz Gruber as Dr. Roger <laughs> Williams. Have we seen him in another one of these? I don't think so. Uh, Shonatsuki as Dr. Suzuki. Chico Roland as Gibao? I, I don't know who that is. Who's Gibao? Hmm. Oh, um, oh, hold on. I, I have a note about Gibao. Hold on. Um, I, I have a note. I have a note. I remember writing it down because they called, they said, they like call him that. Uh, shoot. I don't know where it is. We may have to just get to it because I have quite a few notes. Uh, uh, one of these guys, is it Con? I think one of these, uh, the father, I believe, was he the policeman in the previous movie? Um, I did not notice. I think he was. He had the little Hitler mustache? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The really goofy guy. I think he was the policeman in the previous Gamera movie. We get the same Gamera theme song. We also get the same bicycle riding theme in the score. <laughs> I guess they were, had a limited budget. Why? Why not reuse? Okay. Okay. He's he's the he's the. I'm so sorry. I just found the note. He's the um the the African guy. Oh 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 yeah the, the ambassador. Okay. Yeah, right. the African ambassador. Right. Okay. Right. And, sorry and, that took so long. <laughs> yes. And thank you, Die Films, for actually casting a black guy and not putting anyone in blackface because we've seen quite a bit of that. In some of these Japanese movies. But it's the movies. 70s, baby. It's the 70s. Oh, we're progressing movies. a little. Yeah, well, we're going to get some brown faced in next week's movie, so. Damn it. Are you serious? Yeah. Just more of that islander. Just, you know, it's another one of those islands with some natives on it. And they're... Mm-hmm. Chico Roland. <laughs> I'm going to assume <laughs> this guy's actually American and not African. African. You know what I'm saying? The name mm-hmm. is Chico Roland. <laughs> Anywho. Japan is preparing for... Here's our summary from Wikipedia. Thank you, Wikipedia. Thank you, Wikipedia. Japan is preparing for Expo 70 to be held in Osaka. This is like a big world's fair, which was a real thing. Japan World Exposition Osaka 1970. Expo 70 for short. It was a world's fair, and in order to get permission to use... The World's Fair and recreate some of the buildings in miniature, they had to agree that the kaiju would not destroy any of the <laughs> expo buildings. <laughs> so any and they seem very concerned during the film itself. They're like, oh no, they're heading towards the expo. I don't give a shit about that other building they just trashed and what people <laughs> may or may not have been in it. I just hope yeah. they don't the expo's in danger. Never mind that fucking children's hospital they just stomped on. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. There are no buildings clearly identified as children's hospitals. But anyway, they're preparing for the expo. 
construction of various buildings and pavilions is well underway on Wester Island in the Pacific Ocean. Oh, this made me so mad. A large statue of mysterious origin called the Devil's Whistle is located by scientists. Mm -hmm. Okay, so Wester Island is... Easter Island Mm -hmm. is not called Easter Island because it's east of something. (laughs) It's called Easter Island because it was, uh, I don't want to say discovered, it was uh, encountered on Easter Sunday. The explorers who came across the island found it on Easter Sunday, so they call it Easter Island. It is now called Rapa Nui. But now Uh, (laughs) we have Wester Island. (laughs) But this fictional island has a statue on it that is that they compare to the statues on Easter Island. And Mm -hmm. at least at least in the translation, they're calling it Wester Island. Hysterical. I have no idea what the Japanese name in the original (laughs) version would would be. I couldn't tell because we were watching a subtitled version, right? But uh-huh. I couldn't. I couldn't tell what they were. What they were calling it. Anyway, it's. They find this big statue, and they want to relocate it to the expo, for stupid reasons. The removal <laughs> like of the statue. Do. Yeah. The removal of the statue was hampered first by a tribal member of the Western Island people. They actually call him an ambassador, not just a tribal member. Then by uh-huh. the unexpected arrival of Gamera, who aggressively attempts Gamera. to prevent the removal of the statue, only to be shot at by the crew instead. The kids keep saying Gamera's a friend to children, and apparently the adults feel like, well, that doesn't mean he won't kill us. We're not children. <laughs> <laughs> he might eat us. We don't know. No, they just thought, they're like, what are you talking about? You're full of... Because apparently they've never watched a Gamera movie. So the, the kids all know. Yeah, that's that's what I said. They These people have not seen the last five Gamera movies. Yeah, yeah. the children have all seen them. They understand. But the adults are mm-hmm. like, ah, ah, we only remember the first movie when he was just tearing shit up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the statue is removed from the island successfully after a volcano erupts. Shortly after departing the island, members of the ship's crew begin to fall ill. The statue appears to be the source of the outbreak as it makes a continuous piercing sound, driving many of the crew members insane. (laughs) After the statue is removed, Jiger makes her first appearance. I'm still pushing back that Jiger is female, but... And gets Gamera's immediate attention. Of course you are! No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Uh, The first of several fights ensues, and Jiger wins by shooting projectile quills from her face. To make matters worse, worse, Gamera is on his back and cannot move. Now, I felt, though, like, we don't, Jiger, at this point, mm-hmm. Jiger's just minding her own business on Wester Island. Yeah. And Gamera just shows up and starts attacking. Well, because the, um, the thing, the whistle or whatever, is supposedly, like, holding Jiger underground. Right. right. But, and I don't, we, of course, we don't know what the history is and why. Mm-hmm. But at this point, we haven't seen Jiger actually do anything aggressive to anybody. Yeah. It's just, yeah, it's Gamera just, just knows they're coming yeah, or it's whatever. It's just been let loose and Gamera just shows up and starts shit. So I was a little pro-Jiger in the beginning because I'm like, hey, wait a minute. No, what do you mean? But sh- but he knows that Jiger is going to come. He like th- So something like there's like assumed. an earthquake or a volcano 
a volcano erupts yeah. or something, yeah. and then and then Gamera's like, oh shit, like comes over there to protect everybody, and but no one just like knows it yet because they haven't. But we seen... just have to take. But we just have to take Gamera's word for this because we don't know what the we don't know why Jiger's imprisoned. And we do take Gamera's word for it because we've seen five <laughs> movies before this one that tells us that it's going to be safe and okay. okay. <laughs> anyway, uh, the, the quills, when, when Jiger shoots the quills into Gamera, though, and Gamera's on his back, he can't get up because he can't do his spinning. He usually gets off his back by pulling his limbs in and doing his flying mm-hmm. saucer thing. But the quills mm-hmm. are preventing him. They've gone all the way through his arms and legs so that he can't mm. pull them in uh, but he manages to, <laughs> he pulls himself up with his tail using a large rock mm-hmm. then removes the embedded quills from his limbs and is finally able to fly after Jiger. Mm-hmm. meanwhile Jiger is actively seeking the statue because it is making a horrible ringing sound that is causing her tremendous pain see she's just trying to stop the pain oh, scientists are beside themselves Scientists are beside themselves as Jiger displays another weapon, a heat ray that vaporizes not only flesh, but entire city blocks. Um, well, okay, so I guess... The skeleton thing was really cool, though, with the heat ray. Um, well, but apparently in the Gamma universe, light beams uh, curve a lot. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> refraction does happen, but they just... Because Baragon had the rainbow beam. Uh-huh. And so, of course, it's curved because it's a rainbow. But this beam also just makes a big arch. <laughs> I so I guess that maybe These the, death count is pretty, the death count might be pretty high, but we just don't know because we don't actually see any. Nobody dies on camera. We do see those three does... guys, though, that vaporize and they're just skeletons standing there. Okay. So, yeah, I've forgotten about that. Or I blinked. It's so cool. Oh, I also want I meant to... At some point in this movie, people are taking refuge in the subway tunnels. This is the third time that they have reused the exact same footage of people taking <laughs> refuge in subway tunnels. Wait, 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 wait. That camera specifically, like, yes. like this specific series of movies? Okay. Yes. Yes. I forgot to mention it the second time. I noticed it. And I don't remember which one it is. It's a color scene, so it's not from the first camera movie. Mm-hmm. It's probably from the second one. But then we see it again because one of the guys <laughs> in the first the first time we see it, one of the guys has like, the you know, kind of distinctive little Hitler mustache. And he makes some comment about how long are they going to keep us down here? Or it reminds him of the bomb or some shit. Are they going to drop? I can't oh. remember. The next time they use it, that line gets cut. We don't hear him complaining again, but we see that same guy. And we and there's a woman in a rather distinctive blue dress, I think. So I just know I really noticed it the second time we saw it. And but it as we know, Gamera is like king of the clip shows at this point. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so they're just going to no no point in, in filming another scene of people huddled together in the subway tunnel when we can when we've got one already just fucking use the one we got if it ain't broke don't fix it yeah they should they could have thought ahead. well they had no idea it was going to be if they had thought ahead they could have shot a bunch of different scenes when they had all the oh yeah 
Yeah, you know, totally. Did some coverage so they wouldn't have to use the exact same shot. They're like, all right, movie two and action. <laughs> okay, we're going to skip movie three, movie four. <laughs> yeah. Just pan across it from a bunch of different directions so that you can mix it up going forward. Mm-hmm. Ay, ay, ay. Uh, scientists are beside uh, uh, his weapon. Okay, so he, the uh, <laughs> he he takes out a city block with his with his weirdo beam of his or hers. Hers. Mm-hmm. The JSDF, uh, Japanese Self Defense Force, does make a token effort to kill the kaiju, but her quills knock down the F one hundred four starfighters, ending that involvement. Why is this plane called a starfighter? It's not a starfighter. <laughs> A real plane anyway gamma returns for round two <laughs> round two fight as the fight is witnessed by several, several children gamma knocks jiger around and has the upper hand until jiger pulls gamma to her jiger extends a stinger from her tail and inserts a barb in <sighs> gamma's chest ah okay laying an egg inside his lung all right that's where they're getting that mm-hmm. it's a female because it has eggs all right mm-hmm. F- fine just that it's sort of impregnated. <laughs> Fine. Yeah, I, I can't believe this. Jiger just got Gams pregnant. <laughs> I mean, there are there are insects that do that, that inject their eggs into other creatures. Totally. Yeah. Uh, but lot, this actually, egg has a lot of this insects. Egg, to them. This egg has been fertilized, though, so there's somewhere. Well, I mean, maybe it was fertilized off camera. You know what I mean? Well, but in the in the distant past, and has just been. Because she's been buried yeah. under this whistle for who knows how long. Gamera staggers <laughs> away, roaring in agony. Finally, he barely makes it to the bay as his body turns a chalky white color, almost like ice. Didn't this happen to Gamera in another movie? Mm-hmm. Baragon uses a freeze ray on him and turns him all white. Gamera is presumed mm-hmm. to have been killed at this point as Jiger heads straight to Expo 70. Jiger finally obtains the statue. No! <laughs> Throws it into the ocean, ending the painful noise. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. Franz Gruber was in the X from Outer Space. We did see him before. <laughs> so these, these, these kids, the, this summary is not mentioning who the kids are because they're the main characters in the movie. Of course, because it is a camera film. So we got those kids front and center. The... Japanese boy's father is building little mini submarines. Mm-hmm. Kind of like we saw a movie, two movies <laughs> In another ago. camera movie? Mm-hmm. They're for the expo, and they're supposed to only go down three feet because little kids are meant to drive them around, and it would be too dangerous for them to go lower than three feet. There's also a... Is it a Kasuke? The sister? The, the sister has a boyfriend who is takes... Hiroshi to go look her. He's working at the expo and he takes Hiroshi to go mm-hmm. look around the expo. Get a sneak preview of the expo. Miko, I believe, is his sister. Anyway, what the hell was that? Oh, so these kids are, are they're about to become really important. 
is why I, I'm mentioning them. <laughs> Let's see, where was I? Uh, the children convinced them, who? The experts, the authorities, to do a medical exam on the comatose Gamera, where it is discovered that there's a dark spot on one of his lungs. <laughs> they just... How did they get the, this? And it's, it's weird. Yeah. I know, I know, right? Like, what they, the fuck? How? How did they get the X-ray? It, and then he's like, "It looks like cancer." <laughs> they also appear to be able to live update the X-ray. It's like a live feed because don't they track yeah. the kids on it later? Yeah, yeah. Uh, one yeah, of the scientists weird. served as a zoo director and realizes that the spot might not be a fast-spreading cancer, but actually a parasitic infant jiger growing inside of Gamera. An operation <laughs> is needed to remove the threat. So the children take the initiative by taking a walkie-talkie and a mini-sub and doing a fucking fantastic voyage. Yeah! Have you, see, have you seen Fantastic Voyage? Have I seen what? There's a movie there. What they're doing is a thing from a there's a movie called Fantastic Voyage. Oh, I didn't know it was like something. I thought you were just saying that like they're on a fantastic voyage. No, no, I'm saying they're they're rip off the movie Fantastic Voyage. Oh, oh my gosh. I was just looking up to see when it came out. It came out in 66. So there's no way these people. Oh, damn it. We love we love a good rip off, though. We do. Right. An important scientist has uh, a blood clot in his brain and surgery cannot remove it. And so to save him, the military had, or whoever had been working on a, an, on a shrinking ray, a shrinking technology. Uh-huh. Okay. They take some scientists or whatever, put them in a little mini sub and then shrink them down and then stick them in a syringe and then shrink it down even further. And oh, inject shit. The, inject the submarine into the scientist's body. Oh my gosh. And they travel through his body to the blood clot to destroy it. And then they have to try to get out in time before <laughs> there's a time limit. They have wow. to succeed in a certain time limit before it re-enlarges. Oh shit. So very Cinderella re- before midnight. It re- <laughs> right. If it re-enlarges while they're still inside of him. Oh my God. It's going to be a problem. Oh my gosh. That's horrifying. The kids, they don't need to be shrunk down because the camera's giant, but the kids yeah. <laughs> take their little they take their little submarine and just drive it straight down Gamera's throat and inside of him. Yep. To go find out what the problem is. Uh, Amazing. I could I could have never seen this coming. Like this and I don't was think they, one for the books. They even, and they didn't they they just go do it. They don't tell anyone they're gonna do it until they're already in there. They um they just tell the sister like hey okay they don't yes. even tell her they're going she follows them and sees them but they're just That's like right. here go give this to somebody and it's like <laughs> and the note that they give her is like hey we're doing the thing <laughs> communication is established with the kids as they enter Gamera through his open mouth and after almost going into his stomach they arrive at the problem lung the children are able to exit the sub and walk around in the lung. There they discover the baby. None of this seems to actually damage Gamera, though. You'd think just people walking Mm-mm. around in your lung might be bad for your lung. But maybe if you're, like, that big, one little person walking around is just, like, one of those little hairs in your lungs. So you just, maybe it's, like, a little, like, <clears throat> you know? No, but Gamera, but Gam- <laughs> the thing is, Gam- I, I think we, Gamera is not actually that big, though. We are not, 
we're not microscopic in comparison to Gamera. Mm. It's like something the size of a cockroach crawling around in your lung in proportion. Ew, you had to say that. You had to say cockroach. (laughs) Come on. But we're about that size compared to Gamera, right? Yeah, I'd say so. Maybe maybe even maybe even bigger. So I think the scale is off in this movie. Anyway. I am so creeped out right now. (laughs) I'm gonna have nightmares about cockroaches. (laughs) They discover the baby. The baby looks like a tiny version of its mother, except that instead of shooting quills, it squirts a sticky goo. The baby attacks Ew. them, but it has a weakness just like its mother, white noise. The kids discover that this is actually a fatal weakness and manage to kill the baby using static from their walkie-talkie. Uh-huh. They kind of throw the walkie-talkie at it and it just sort of sticks to them. Uh-huh. And even when it gets it off, they just they throw it again. Isn't that, There's a thing earlier on where Jiger seems to have like telekinesis or something. Mm-hmm. He just sort of he just sort of summons a rock or something into his hand to throw at Gamera. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He shoots yeah, quills at the beginning. He's got a heat beam and he's got some kind of telekinesis. Mm-hmm. So he's just she she is just all over the place. Yeah, she really uh, gives Gam a run for her money. Like I was like, damn, this is not looking good. Uh, so they leave Gamera's body and report their findings to the scientists. They rig up large speakers to keep Jiger at bay, as well as figure out that power would have to also run into Gamera, who seemingly cannot recover on his own. So they got to, like, restart his heart or something. Mm-hmm. Yep. Clear! The children make a final trip inside Gamera to hook up a set of power lines directly to his heart. That seems like it's going to be a problem. <laughs> Jiger is kept immobile by the speakers playing the white noise. It's not enough to kill her, but buys enough time for the other plan to get started. Gamera is subjected to high-voltage shock before the electrical grid overloads. It is enough that Gamera does revive on his own. But the thing, so it, it doesn't occur to them to coordinate these efforts. They use so much power uh, uh, waking up Gamera that they don't have enough power to run the speakers. <laughs> Isn't this part weird, too, where they're like, they're like using this power and then they lose power and they're like, oh, what is it? And he's like, it's a blackout because the current was too strong. And I'm like, but you guys are, there's electricity. Like I can physically see it. Like nothing went off. Right. Like you guys are all still standing there in the light. <laughs> right. You would think they would also, like apparently make you, it dark you, or something. Uh, if you use too much power too quickly, all of your control panels just start sparking and smoking. Because uh-huh. they're directly connected to the, I don't know. I mean, you know, it's a movie. They do that kind of thing. But it just seems to me like that there's probably all kinds of breakers and things. And that's yeah. not really what's going to, that's not what's really going to happen. It's just going to go. Right. Yeah. Except it just, uh, it, it didn't even do that. It was just like spark, fly. Uh, and then it was just like, what happened? And they're just standing in the middle of the room in a very well lit room. Like, oh no, right. we don't have electricity. <laughs> Maybe the headquarters has backup generator. I don't know. Oh, yeah, maybe you're right. You see the same thing on Star Trek, though. Like, you know, anytime the ship takes damage, all the control panels just start sparking and blowing up. And I'm like, can't you insulate those things in some way so this doesn't <laughs> happen every single freaking time? <laughs> Gamera flies over to the World's Fair for the final battle. Jiger tries every weapon she has got, but Gamera has learned from his previous battles with her. He picks up a something, some two log likes, I don't know, some long thing and uses it to block the uh, quills. 
the spikes, whatever. After her spears fail to affect him, Jiger then uses her heat ray, the one weapon she has yet to use on him. It does not affect Gamera's shell or even his skin, likely due to Gamera's resistance to heat. But the sound it generates threatens to rupture his eardrums. <laughs> Gamera, I mean, eats fire and lava and yeah. electricity and shit. So, yeah, the heat's not going to... He's like, come at me, bro. This part I thought was just so bizarre and hilarious. Luckily, Gamera is able to put telephone poles in his ears to protect him <laughs> from the sound. And he puts them in so far that I don't believe he didn't just rupture his eardrums. And Seriously? <laughs> yeah, it's so far. When he's pulling them out, I was like, Jesus. Yeah. Yes. After trying all her other attacks, Jagger resorts to her tail stinger again. But Gamera is prepared for it this time and uses a building to smash her tail and destroy the stinger. Gamera body slams Jiger several times. He did that in their, their first fight, actually, and that didn't actually work very well. Gamera lifts, flies it up in the air, and then drops her multiple times in the first fight. Does it again in this fight. Uh, but Jiger's not affected. However, it buys Gamera the time needed to go into the ocean and retrieve the statue from the ocean floor. Jiger, enraged by the statue's return, attempts to catch the flying Gamera. Jiger doesn't fly herself. She just leaps really far. Mm -hmm. So that's one power Jiger does not have. Gamera taunts Jiger with the statue, who tries in vain to catch Gamera and retrieve it. Gamera finally ends the fight by throwing the statue at Jiger, which embeds itself <laughs> into Jiger's skull, killing her. Gamera then returns Dead. the devil beast's carcass to Western. The devil Island. beasts. <laughs> uh, that's funny the dialogue in the film itself mm -hmm. made it seem to me like jiger wasn't dead oh okay but he I does get that. put this he does put the whistle right into his into her head so i guess she is yeah and then you do see like a moment where she's like bleeding and shit so that's why i was like oh yeah. damn just why is gamma cleaning up i mean it's nice of him but could have just killed because him the him children him. But it seems like he's going to take her back to Wester Island, put her back in her hole, and put the whistle on top of her. Like He's like, no one gets me pregnant. <laughs> if, he, if he's actually dead, he shouldn't have to do any of that shit. So is there just like a dead larva carcass inside a camera of Jiger? Like Jiger's baby just dead in there? Uh, maybe his body will absorb it somehow. Ew. Like, uh... it's like, well, like sometimes if you get a splinter or something, your body just sort of absorbs it or because it's not in his stomach it's in his lung maybe he'll cough it out mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah either that or it'll just get lodged in there and and, and eventually kill him but, mm -hmm. but i think he'll probably cough it out yeah that's my guess jesus <laughs> the boys killed it but they didn't remove it they didn't drag it out mm -hmm. they just left it there yeah honeybee what did you think of camera versus jagger well, I, uh, wow, the storyline, really, they really chose something different this time, because I feel like the last two <laughs> movies before this were so similar, like not too similar, but they were just really similar, like the storylines were very close together, whereas this one, 
I felt like, whoa, I could have never seen this coming. Like, we're inside of Gamera right now? Like, there's a larva? <laughs> we're fighting a baby monster inside of Gamera? Also, there was yeah. three scenes um, where we saw Gamera and Jiger fight, which I really liked, because um, when we first see them fight, it's within the first, like, 20 minutes of the movie, which always concerns me, because I'm like, wow, if we're seeing this now, like, what the fuck's gonna happen the rest of the movie? So I'm always like kind of nervous about seeing stuff happen too fast but then that fight happens and then 20 minutes later like right in the center of the film we get the second fight and then we get the third fight so I thought it was really cool how we had there was so much action I felt like uh-huh. just a lot of action in this film and then I'm just looking at my notes to see if I have anything more Oh, I we have like a lot of tiny toy town footage in this one, even though it's not like a town. It's not like Tokyo Tower or like we're like in the middle of something that we see, but we still get a lot of destruction of tiny toys, which I love. And um, yeah, I thought it was really good. I liked the movie. I liked that we had the three kiddos. I love my little uh, Ponchitos or Hiroshitos in this movie. And uh, yeah, let's see. I thought it was pretty good as far as Gamera movies. I do also something I like in this movie is the kids, like how we listen to the kids. Um, You know, like they're calling the shots, they're making the rules. And there's even a moment where one of the adults is like, oh, you can't, you're just a kid. You can't do that. And then someone else is like, wait a second, they're right. And maybe we should listen to these kids because I think he says something like kids' opinions are unadulterated or something like that. So he's like, sometimes, you know, we have to listen to these wacky things that kids say because they think of things that we don't think of. And I really appreciated that as well. Um, so, yeah, yeah, I think it was really good. Um, as, especially as far as Gamera movies go. I really love Gamera. And so I'm always excited for another movie. <laughs> I really like Gamera a lot. So and I think most of it is because he's like the friend to kids, you know, and it, it's right. like really fun and sweet. And we get to see all of the like silly, goofy things. And yeah, I thought it was great. I like the music in this movie, too. I thought the music was really good, even though we've heard most of it before. I liked it. I thought it was a good movie. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, it's it's a Gamera movie, so it's silly as all fuck. But mm. <laughs> How many stars are you going to give it? Uh, I'll say I'm going to stick with four. Four? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is, I think, that I gave the last few. I'm probably going to give it three. I think, I think most Gamera's get a three for me. Yeah, I think <laughs> you've a, done okay. threes and I've done fours for most of the Gamera's. I mean, you know, Gamera's a he's a he's a ripoff of Godzilla of Godzilla. Mm-hmm. So he's always he's always just starting off from a lower level for me. Oh, I see. Now there will come a time in the future when Gamera is going to at least temporarily surpass Godzilla in quality. Oh shit! But we're not there yet. <laughs> we are not <laughs> there yet. Yeah, I'd uh, say. I also really liked um, Jiger too. I thought that. Especially because, you know, the last Gamera movie we saw with the, like, blade head slicing through everything yeah. and, like... So I really liked um, this monster. It was not nearly as violent as the last one. Yeah, it definitely wasn't. I, I did I like the monster. I felt like bad fe- they may have! They may have because it yeah, was so brutal. Bad feedback and decided to tone it down a little this time. I don't know. 
Uh, Gamera <laughs> versus Jiger is featured on Mystery Science Theater three thousand, but not oh, from nice. the old days. It is. It was on the the new season that was that's currently running. That was kickstarted. That I helped kickstart. Heyo. If you listened last week, you know that there's a new Gamera product on the horizon. Yeah! Might be a movie, might be a TV show, it might be a cartoon, it might be a live action. We don't know yet. We don't know and we don't care. We just want it. (laughs) (laughs) It's called Gamera Rebirth. So if you, like Honeybee, are a big fan of Gamera, and I'm I'm excited for it. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm going to be there. day one it's <laughs> gonna sure. be on netflix whenever we don't have anything like a all we have is a teaser trailer which you can find on youtube and uh-huh. a poster and it just says coming soon we have no other information so we don't know if it's even gone into production yet or if it's part way done or if it's finished uh we don't know anything other than it's coming Oh, and a slight kaiju news. The Godzilla and Kong. Mm-hmm. I saw a more complete title today. Mm. What was it? Godzilla and Kong Battle of Earth. Oh. I don't think it was Battle for the Earth. I think it was Battle of Earth. So, yeah, they announced uh, by the time this airs, it'll have been a few weeks ago. That it was going to be called Godzilla and Kong. And then today I saw that there's a subtitle, Godzilla and Kong Battle of Earth. Hell yeah, brother. I'm wondering if that means that there's some like outer space invaders that they have to team up against. Maybe. (sighs) I don't know. So we'll see. Anyway, that's going to wrap it up, I think, for today. Our next movie will be Space Amoeba, also known as Yogg. Yogg the Monster from Space, I think is the American title. Now, about a year ago, I think, Space Amoeba was on Amazon Prime. It's not anymore. Mm -hmm. And it's not streaming officially anywhere. You'd have to buy a DVD or a Blu-ray. But... Some organization on the internet may have archived it. Look. So see if you can't find it there. <laughs> archived <laughs> on the internet. <laughs> yes, by an organization. <laughs> So, Space Amoeba is next week. Yay! After that will be another Gamera, Gamera versus Zegra. And uh-huh. that uh-huh. will be the last Gamera for quite some time. We won't see him, but he will hear us. <laughs> <laughs> Until then, I have been Precious D. <laughs> and I have been Honeybee. Remember to keep calm and seek shelter in basements. And please, don't misuse science. We won't see you, but you will hear us <laughs> next time on Monster Movie Fun Time Go! Go! <laughs> <laughs>
You've been listening to Monster Movie Fun Time Go. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and review us on your podcasting platform of choice. Our theme song is by the Texacato folk rock punk featuring Lita Lopez. You can support the show, find links to our social media, and even leave us a voice message at anchor.fm slash mnftg.